0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast in each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect. Uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about, for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every, every uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. So the thought for the day is perhaps failure is an attitude, not an outcome. Perhaps failure is an attitude, not an outcome. So what does that mean? So we talk so much in my work, some of most of you have done a lot of different stuff with me. And the foundational piece is that we manifest what we believe. And if we have a belief system that says I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, mistakes are bad. We the thing that's truly causing the failure is the belief system and the confirmation bias that that belief system creates. Let me say that again. If failure is not an outcome, let's just let's just play with that for a sec, because we talked so much about how through failures we've had some of the greatest innovation humanity has ever seen okay so let's just say failure is not an outcome for a sec what would failure really be then it would be the belief system that would have you think that making the mistake is the failure does that make sense a little bit more like I think this is such a big conversation because if you if your belief system which is the thing that's scanning for evidence right so what does it do you've got a belief it's locked into your subconscious mind i'm not worthy i'm not good enough i'm not lovable i'm not valuable mistakes are terrible if i make a mistake i'm terrible whatever you know whatever it looks like for you what ends up happening if we're going to get a bit neuroscientific here for a sec is the part of your brain called the reticular activating system or the RAS Is perpetually scanning for evidence to meet the belief system's congruency. Do you want me to say that again? Okay, this is important. The part of your brain called the reticular activating system, otherwise known as the RAS, is the part of your brain that filters and scans for information to match your belief system, which is why we keep seeing what we believe it's why we keep manifesting what we believe and insofar that you believe that your mistakes make you a failure you will always see yourself that way did that land for you what if your the failure is not an outcome but rather the attitude of mind or the belief system is the thing that's flawed not the outcome The outcome is just a met, it's just a tangible thing that's happening in your outside world that you can see with your eyes or through cells of recognition in your eyes to actually tangibly look and go, Is this what I want or is it not what I want? That's all that the mistake is showing you. Am I on the right path or do I need to course correct? Oh, wow, I've totally gone off track here so I got a course correct where we get fucked up is we give it meaning how many times have you heard me say that now I'm going to add that's another layer here where we get screwed up is that unlike animals who don't give things meaning they go and forage for their things and they're like does this plant have the thing I need or not no I got to go over to this plant so that's what's happening in the animal kingdom. They make their errors, and they actually know, okay, don't go there. That's where the bear is. I got to forge over here. But you, because you have, you're a meaning-making machine, and you have a belief system that tells you that mistakes are problems, and you can't do them, and you're going to get punished and reprimanded. The minute you make an error and you assign meaning, you no longer get to see. The evidence of whether or not it's moving you in the right direction or not. Yes? Everyone got that so far? Some of you, some of you mind blown the failure is the story. Yeah, the failure is exactly the story. That's the thought, that's the idea. The failure is not the outcome, it's the story, it's the meaning, it's the belief, it's the fact that you think that somehow in your life you're gonna go through life without making mistakes. Therein lies the error. Where would you be going if you didn't have the mistakes? Who would you be today if you didn't have the failures? The difficult things in your life are the things that have shaped you to be who you are today. In hindsight, those are the stories you tell yourself. Those are your hero's journeys. That's the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell talks about. It's like the the hero has to fight the lion and overcome the obstacle to become the heroic person to tell the story in hindsight. Your difficult things in your life have shaped you. Who would you be without them? The difficult things in my life have shaped me. I am who I am in this moment right now, with you right now, because of them, not in spite of them. And that's a huge distinction that you need to understand as a leader in your life. If my life had just been like roses and unicorns and, you know, daffodils and wildflowers, and just, you know, skipping through the orchard fields. I wouldn't be teaching this stuff. Like I wouldn't even be here. So that's why I keep talking about your success is never going to feel good if the failure doesn't feel good. You might want to write that down. Your success is not going to feel good if you can't allow the failures and the mistakes to feel good because they are like the law of polarity, both part of that sphere. The difficult things in your life have shaped you. So one of the exercises I want you to do is how have the difficult things in my life shaped me? Next week is integration week and I'm going to be giving you guys some videos with homework, but you also have a lot of homework to catch up on and there's power in the space between and why we do it is so you can sit and reflect in contemplation quietly. How have the difficult things in my life shaped me? I will be doing the same. How is what you're going through right now shaping you so that in hindsight, you see it as a pivotal part of your journey? You'll tell the story one day. Remember that time that this thing happened. But when we assign the meaning and we're afraid of making decisions because we're so afraid of the errors that we might make, We're living at 10% capacity to what we're actually able to live. Is this making sense so far? Okay. So the next piece is there's this propensity need to need to rush to get somewhere. And we talked yesterday about the treadmill that we're running on and you know how we're doing the five miles and then we're not getting there faster. So we do seven and then we burn out and then we basically have to start all over again. And we, then we had this conversation about why don't we just get off the treadmill? So one of the things I wanted to bring also to kind of add to this conversation so far is that you have to learn, and this is for some of you going to be uh, fucking harder than climbing, climbing Mount Everest. I promise you that. You have to learn to be gentle and patient with yourself. Who here, raise your hand if you know I'm speaking to you. Why aren't not all your hands raised? I see you all on the computer. Okay, very good. So (laughs) as we say, this is not television. You know how you can see me and I can see you? My ballet teacher used to always say that to me at recitals. When you'd look out and look at the parents, they're like, they can see you if you can see them, right? So I can see you. So when, when you're like this or like your camera's off, like I can still see you. So you have to learn to be gentle and patient with yourself. What does this mean? Some of you are like, well, I'm in the gap or I'm not there yet. Or like, what am I supposed to do in this space? In that space between where you are, you want to be is where the magic is. You heard me say that some of you are impatient and you need to learn to be gentle with yourself. Yes. Okay. And then I said, um, I often get here, like I'm in the gap or I'm in the space between what do I do in this space between? And what I just said is it's in the space between that the magic is happening. It's in the space between that the growth is happening. It's in the space between that the intelligence is flowing to and through you. It's in the space between when you plant a seed and you water it and you don't see it growing, but you know that the God, the universe, the water, the the chlorophyll, the, 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 the photosynthesis is happening. You don't see it with your eyes, but you know it's happening. This is where you have to exercise faith and trust in the laws, not discouragement frustration, pushing, desperation, energy, forcing. This is where you have to put your your foot on on the brakes and say, I've done my part, I must allow the universe to do its part. Just because you don't see the radish growing, you know under the soil, it's doing what it needs to do to grow. When you apply impatience to the process, what do you think it does? It slows it down. There's nothing to be impatient about. Do you know why? Anyone wanna guess why there's nothing to be impatient about? The journey is the destination, yes. It's not about doing, there is not. There is no destination, right? Growth and evolution over time, yeah. It's all part of the process. It's already here because it's already here because you're already there, it's already here. What's for you is already here, very good, that's right. Now I want you to go embody that awareness because you're saying it in words but you're still impatient, which tells me that. So let me add another piece to that. There's nothing to be impatient about because it's already here. Yes. But here's the next piece and how it's tied to this whole, perhaps failure is an attitude, not an outcome. Is that the, and this is a, this is an absolute truth that I want you to hang your hat on. Whatever you truly desire in life, that you're willing and able to take action on consistently will inevitably happen without a shadow of a doubt as long as you don't quit. So from that standpoint, what the heck are we so scared of? The only time you fail is actually when you quit, when you just give up on yourself. When you say, oh, I've tried, I'm done, you know, this didn't this, I'm, I'm good for now, like I'll do it another time. Like that's when you, that's quitting. That's not failure. That's a completely different conversation. Everything you want is not when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen based on the law of gestation. We don't know based on the law of gestation, how long your desire needs to gestate or germinate our need to put a timeline on things based on our like cognitive skills and understanding of time and human form is what creates this duality or frustration that we feel. Does this make sense? What if you're just like, I know, like I know, like I know it's gonna happen. As long as I keep doing my part, the universe is gonna do its part. As long as I keep moving forward and taking one step forward and failing forward, as long as I keep moving in a forward moment momentum, everything I want is going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I don't control the when, that's God's job, that's the universe's job, but I know that as long as I do my part, The other part is going to come. So then what is, what are we so afraid of? What's the failure piece? What's the mistake piece? Like, that's the piece I really want you to ponder. What's the belief system that you have that keeps getting you all mixed up in your head? Like, God forbid you say yes to something and it was the wrong thing to say yes to. Well, guess what? That's going to be evidence in the real world that it was the wrong choice that you can pivot on. Great. It'll put you on the right path again. So in that, from that perspective, from that viewpoint, the faster you make decisions and the faster you make mistakes, the faster you get to pivot. If I go down the wrong road in a forest and I recognize that that's not the path, the faster I can pivot out of the forest. The longer I stay in that fucking forest, sitting there contemplating my, you know, existentialism and why I'm such a loser, the darker it gets and the, like I can't get out of the forest because now I have no way to get out of the forest. Yeah, there are a lot of shrubs and I start talking to the shrubs in the forest and I'm like sitting there, oh my God, can you believe? I'm such an idiot with the mistakes. No, wrong path, get on the right one, that's it. So let me read you something before I let you go. All of you at some point have gotten a copy of U Squared from us, from my team. And in the book, there's a chapter called Seek Failure. I've read this to you guys like most of you millions of times, but I think today it's going to land differently based on everything we talked about. So he says Price Pritchett says quantum leaps demand a willingness to make mistakes. You cannot hole up in the safe zone of behavior where you have been beat where you have beaten odds of beaten the odds of failing an unwillingness to encounter defeat or run into problems outlaws quantum leaps. Unless you allow yourself to make mistakes, to fail, you'll never have the opportunity to test the limits of what you're truly capable of accomplishing. You must realize that if you're experiencing no difficulties, problems, or pain, you probably have aimed too low. You've leveled off in your growth and achievement. You probably are far from reaching your limits. So think of problems or pain or slippage in performance as a positive sign. A performance lag ordinarily occurs at the very outset when you're making a quantum leap. It's the pause during which you poise for the jump, the temporary loss of momentum that occurs in the process of changing gears. You deliberately destabilize yourself when you break out of the habit habit patterns that represent the status quo. You create inner chaos for yourself. So be prepared for the possibility of confusion, anxiety, and failure. That's part of opening yourself up to the new methodology that has the potential to deliver exponential performance gains. So often in life, it seems like things first get worse on the the way towards getting better. Be prepared for that sort of development. Problems belong in the process. They're part of the equation that produces you squared. They are not proof that your ambitions are futile or that you should give up. As someone has said, everything looks like a failure in the middle. You can't bake a cake without getting the kitchen messy. Halfway through surgery, it looks like there's been a murder in the operating room. If you send a rocket towards the moon, about 90% of the time, it's off course. It fails its way to the moon by continually making mistakes and correcting them. Fucking goosebumps every time I read it. At the outset, you may feel high going for a quantum leap. It's pretty heady stuff. But then the hard reality of problems may slap you in the face. Progress often masquerades as trouble. Hello? This is the crucial point in the process. Don't give up. Failure belongs here. It's a sign of progress. Actually, the struggle gives you the strength. It's like tempering the steel or the soreness involved in developing muscles. The difficulties are are just evidence that you're learning and progressing. Failure is a resource. It helps you find the edge of your capacities. So what are you hearing today? This is a really important conversation because none of you should ever worry moving forward about like really, what is the worry about making a mistake? You're gonna make mistakes. This is how you're going to learn, change, adapt, grow. So put in the chat, what's opening up for you? What are you seeing? Recognizing that the only failure is the belief system, not the outcome. And as long as you change the belief system where you say, I invite mistakes into my life as a way of recognizing if I'm on the right or wrong path, the sooner and quicker I can make that error and get on the right path, the better for my my outcome, the better for my results. Let's see here. Lose the judgment, embrace the mistakes to grow. Yes, I'm failing my way to success. Absolutely, Patricia, we all are. Impatience slows down my desires. The gap is where the magic is. I'm right where I need to be. Exactly. A rocket fails its way to the moon. Oof, that is quite the repack- repackaging. Yes, I was feeling those problems and being impatient on the weekend. And what, was, and what I was focusing on has turned to be positive. Amazing. Mistakes show us what we want, not don't want, landed really differently yes make decisions quickly pivot quick avoid the shrubs letting go of trying to control would make which mistakes i make yes oh my gosh embracing the opportunity to course correct versus dwelling as long as i do my part god will do his i forgot that yeah the ones i really don't ever want to make failure is a part of the journey on the way to success it's an essential component feel forward don't quit just pivot or change the route nice this making mistakes means you're growing and learning. Yes, take the meaning out of the failure and move forward. I'm actually scared of more things than I thought, but now I'll break these patterns. Beautiful. Those are all really, really good. Those are all really good. So those are my thoughts for you today. Um, the thing I really want you to add as a piece to work on. And again, you can do this as part of what you're going to do for next week when you have some space, because I, I don't want you to rush through this. I really want you to sit and think, How have the difficult things in my life shaped who I am? And you can go through anyone that comes into your awareness. It could be things that have happened recently. It could be things that have happened earlier. Like how have they shaped who you are? This is so important. You wouldn't be who you are without those stories in hindsight. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Coffee Conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought-provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry. A little bit of a behind-the-scenes dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something, that you're so worthy of success. And you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.